So here we are then, Tom. Wednesday. <laughs> it's hardly Wednesday, Matthew. Really? What? It's Sunday. Oh. but Your, I... your promise of an extra podcast has uh, not uh, happened. Um, are you sure it's not like a time difference thing between the UK and Denmark? No, I'm afraid not. Really? But I'm back now. Okay. I'm here to sort things out. Okay. Lay down the law, Parry. Tom and Matt attack. have you been Matt? Busy busy. Very 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 busy. Um, yeah I started my, my soiree back into standing up comedy again mm-hmm. and so I was a lot of running around last week. Yeah I'm on a, a few guests who were supposed to show up and then didn't. One due to someone cancelling, one due to my partial negligence of time uh, which is a bit Shit, on my part, really. I do apologise for that. So you were without my Welsh lilting tones for a week. Uh, but it's okay, because we've got the original lineup, you know. It wasn't a normal circumstance. It's not often that one of us goes away for a matter of time. And uh, you did do a sterling job last time. Uh, a similar event occurred. We had some fantastic uh, interviews uh, from yourself, Matt. Yeah, and then so. I, I, I dropped the ball just this think time. Of, just think about then, you know. You, you, you paid your dues back then. It's like the corners of your mind. <laughs> we do apologise, but hopefully uh, this show will more than make up for our lack of uh, show 26. Because I've played and bought so many games <laughs> this week. Wait until you hear about them all. Well, is this a new 26? Or is it the 27th? This is the 27th episode of the podcast. Oh, okay. Apologies. Yeah. I think we should still call this episode 28 and then just leave people wondering what happened to episode 27. Episode 27 doesn't exist. Yeah. It's, it's an injury. Episode 26.5 does, though. It does, yeah, but not episode 27. All of 10 seconds of it. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but that was very nice that you made an announcement. Well, I tried, you know. I, I like to keep you guys out there in Radio Land anyway. informed. Anyway, let, let's get on with it. Okay. Oh, so, no, actually, what? I want to say a big thank you to everyone on Twitter. We have a thousand oh. followers on Twitter now. Well, that's insane. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I, a I thousand. Only really famous people get that many, don't they? Um. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we're not famous. Does this mean we're famous? I don't know. Uh, we've got... A thousand people who like our Twitter We like page. the Cameron Crow film and we almost famous. Almost famous. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe. Do we maybe get it's, maybe maybe it's one thousand five hundred to your famous? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if it works. We'll like keep that. plugging so keep away. Going. Yeah, we'll <laughs> one thousand five hundred, and we might be famous. Yay! Yeah. Anyways, um, Tom, do you want to? I'm just gonna say it's all been about Pokemon this week. But let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Um... Okay. It came out. When did it come out? Last. Saturday yeah. or Friday, it was uh, leaked. It came out a bit in the early. UK at least last Friday. In the rest of the world, i.e., Denmark, where I was residing at the time, last yeah. Saturday was the release date of Pokemon Worldwide. The Pokemon. first ever worldwide launch of a Pokemon game. X and Y. Uh, it snuck out in the UK. Uh, is he, sometimes, if a shop accidentally sells it, it breaks the street date. I believe then, it uh, was Asda. It's not. Was be- it? Yeah, Asda and Game were allowed to sell it early, but I know it wasn't Game. So yeah. I'm guessing it was Asda, maybe. Who knows? Probably. Oh, what are they like? 
Oh, supermarkets. What are they like? Anyway, those people got a little bit of a head start on the rest of us. Uh, I know, Matt, you've been playing uh, your chosen version quite a lot. That's Pokemon X. Um, Yeah, Um, for let's put this in perspective. I got it Saturday. Um, I played it an awful long time last Saturday when I got it. Um, Sunday, I was out and about. I went swimming. Um, I was supposed to record the podcast, but that kind of fell through. But then I went to watch a film with someone. Um, Monday, did stand-up. Tuesday, did stand-up. Wednesday, we just had some guests over. Thursday, I went to something. And then Friday, I played it. So I've played... I like that rundown of your last week, man. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying. So I've played it Saturday... I played it Wednesday, I played it Friday, and I played it Saturday. I currently have 30 hours locked. Yeah, wow. In four days, I've spent a day of my spare time. But fortunately, I'm now at that point where I can play it casually because I have my squad. My squad's in place, Tom. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You, you were after a few particular Pokemon, weren't you? I was. I've got my, my my final squad at the moment. One or two are subject to change, but I've got no real plans for who they are. I'll play the game a little bit against people and see who they are. But we have, ranking in number one, we've got my level, 50, uh, level 58 Charizard. We've got a level 55 Lavatar. Um, not Lavatar, sorry, Tyranitar. Yay, I've got a... For you got those a level you, one. I got um, a level one lavatar. Um, I swapped in for my home door, and now, in a day, I have a Tyranitar. which is level fifty-five. Were you playing it quite late last night? Not very. No. Okay. I did wonder. I think I fell asleep before you went to bed because I usually hear you when you go to bed. I went to bed. Uh, I don't know about twelve, maybe. But it was really? a, it was a serious day of playing it. But we got it. I got about eight. I want to. I want to point this out. I think leveling Pokemon in this version is a lot easier than any previous version mm. i don't know if that's to do with them lowering the level costs or if it's to do with like trainers giving more experience but it seems a you lot you got him in a trade though didn't you i did um so therefore boosted xp he oh that's true yeah that's a very fair point mm-hmm. um for those of you without pokemon y um because x has aaron the little metal thing that transforms into a thing that looks a bit like uh Rhydon. Yeah, they're pretty um, cool Pokemon. Yeah, X X gets Aaron and then Y gets Lavatar. So fortunately, X also only gets Houndor, and there's a lot of people out there wanting a Houndor, so I just put him on, said Lavatar. Mm. Got a Lavatar in about five minutes. It's pretty got, nice. Who else have you got in your team? Right, yeah. So Charizard, Lavatar. I started with Froakie, and so I have uh, Greninja, I think his final ah. evolved form's called now. I wasn't going to use him. I was kind of against having him as a starter Pokemon because I only picked him because his evolved form, the final form, looked the coolest out of the three new starters. But then I was like, ah, go on. I can use a, a water dark type. That'll be all right. Um, then I, at the moment, I have a Talonflame. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this is my favorite X and Y Pokemon, I'll be honest. Um, it's the, the final evolved form of Fletchling. It's a... Fire slash flying Pokemon. Fletchling is like the equivalent of a Pidgey or a Spearow. Yeah, kind of. Actually, I haven't seen a Spearow yet. No. no. Yeah, a little birdie Pokemon. Uh, It's a Robin, supposed to be, and then it turns into a badass-looking, like a red kite, eagly thing. It's really cool. It is fire and flying? It's fire and flying, but so is my Charizard, Mm. and therein lies the dilemma. Uh, Do I swap him out, and do I have... It's obviously it's the wrong other way around, like Charizard's fire and flying, and then Fletchling's flying and fire. Mm-hmm. 
but at the same time, it's still two Pokemon that are going to go down easy to yeah. an electric Pokemon. So he may have to go. I don't know. I'm keeping him there at the moment, but I think there will come a time where we'll have to say goodbye and I'll have to get a Dratini and then get a Dragonite in, I think. Really? A fan yeah. of Dragonite? I like a bit Popular of Dragonite. Pokemon. Yeah, but I want a, I want a new X and Y. I'll have two X and Y Pokemon in there. At the, well, I do at the moment. But it kind of seems a bit crap of me just to get original 150 slash gold and silver Pokemon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, it's what you like, really, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you, Your Pokemon team should be made of Pokemon you like. They're old favourites. And having played so many versions now, personally, uh, I've already had some of my favourite Pokemon in my team, so I'm trying to find some new favourites here. Well, this is the yeah. thing, but, you know, I'm it's, going with my old staples. Yeah. I can't help it. it. It's tricky as well because the Pokemon designs are quite far removed to... They, how they used to be, I think, aren't they? That bloody keychain Pokemon <laughs> wound me up no end. But I, I don't necessarily think they're bad. They're just a lot different in terms of style uh, than they used to be. I like some of them. Like that yeah. Ghost Pumpkin Pokemon is oh, really cool. really nice new ones. I think for those who say, oh, all new Pokemons have to go and silver are crap. I, I think they should really think a bit more about it because there are some cool There are cool some ones. cool ones, but for every really cool one... There are some terrible ones. Like, I think with Gold and Silver, I think a lot of the Pokemon design may have been left on the cutting room floor from the original 150. Mm. So they had some stuff they could dip into and take. But I don't know. I've not really seen anything, like a final evolved form of anything from X and Y yet, other than um, Greninja, the the starter evolution of the water Pokemon. I thought, oh, that's really cool. Mm. But, you know, never know. It could change. It's a big game. Yeah. So There's lots to see and lots to do. And uh, lots of um, nice surprises, actually, for me playing it. Uh, they've really improved a lot, haven't they? They have. Um, I, I'll be honest, a really big fan of the Pokemon games. I blame Pokemon for me having glasses for how much I played red in the dark without any light and then just kind of screwed my eyes playing it. Um, I haven't really, I loved Gold and Silver, I even, I completed Silver on ROM, then I imported the Game Boy game from Japan, because I enjoyed playing it so much, and then played it through again in Japanese, then I got it in English, and then just kind of was like, okay, I've played this game enough now, and then I didn't really play after that, I played a bit of Emerald, I played a bit of Black and White, I completely skipped Diamond and Pearl, Mm. so... Yeah, I, I just kind of fell out of love with it. But this has really I brought did around, the passion back. Around a point, uh, Diamond and Pearl is when I, I suddenly was playing it and, and thought, I've done all this before. I'm not really interested anymore. Yeah. And it was uh, the re-release of uh, Gold and Silver on the DS yeah. that uh, brought Pokemon back to my attention. And I sunk many hours into that. As many as I did back in the day when I was playing Red and Blue and Gold and Silver um, when, I, when, I, when I first got into Pokemon. So uh, it hasn't taken long. I'm about 10 hours into X. I've got the same okay. version as Matt. And uh, I'm back in it again. I'm back in the zone. And it's one of the most addictive video games ever created. I, I think there's no doubt. denying that. I think that is Pokemon. i for a little bit more. Just a little more. Let's get on to that oh level. Oh, I've got to catch out Pokemon. It is the absolute worst if you're trying to have a productive day. Like trying to do stuff today it's just kind of like oh i'm gonna take a pokemon because break you know what it is it's so easy to play it doesn't feel like an effort i think that's the thing yeah i think there is you know it's such a basic formula of just like train your pokemon 
go from point A to point B. Do what you want, you know. Yeah. This feels like no pressure. Nothing moves too fast. No, it doesn't. You can take it at your own pace. And if you don't want to battle, there's the fun of collecting. I should mention that's probably why I've got so many hours. I'm I'm at a dungeon before the eighth gym at the moment, so I've almost got through all the gyms and got the badges. But I've just there's so many Pokemon to collect. There's mm. seven hundred Pokemon now in total. And Pokedex is actually now not tracking what you've caught but what you've seen just because there's so many and I think I've seen two hundred and seventy Pokemon already. And obviously that still leaves me like nearly th- well, three hundred and thirty Pokemon unseen. Yeah. And we we were having a conversation earlier of how are all seven hundred are in this game. Yeah, supposedly. Supposedly. Sorry, did my maths wrong then. Four hundred and thirty Pokemon, not three hundred and thirty okay. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, before you comment. Um Yeah, we we wondered some of the uh, more uh, exclusive Pokemon like uh, the original legendary birds and a lot of the legendary Pokemon from uh, black and white were quite hard to get, if I remember correctly. Yeah. um, There were so many legendary ones in that one. That's true. How are they going to squeeze so many legendary Pokemon to this game? I don't know. I'm hoping there's another region. I'm hoping maybe you can visit other regions after you've completed this one. Uh, I was in gold and silver, right? Yeah, Yeah, I have the strategy guide on order. Uh, it's been I, that's already out there in the wild. It was you tell me it was delayed a little bit. Yeah. Um. So maybe that will shed a bit more light onto what lies ahead. It's I'm kind sure. of nice in a way though that at this moment in time, neither of us know what's coming. No, this is the thing. And I mean, obviously, yeah. when I've played previous Pokemon games, the Japanese ones already existed for almost a year or so before it. And then you can just kind of look online and go, oh, okay, what's this? And then you type it in, and you're just like, oh, okay, Froakie learn this move at this level, blah blah blah. And that's, like, it's quickly been filled up on things like uh, Cerebia and Bulbapedia and stuff, yeah. but it's not there yet. Like, there's still a lot to be unlocked and explored in this game. Yeah. And I think the key to having a really good, well-balanced team is to know in advance what the Pokemon are going to learn. It's the only way to plan the, a, a team, I think. I found that in the last few games where I had, thought I'd had to buy the strategy guide to yeah. kind of make a really formidable team. Uh, and I think that's why I'm probably playing it safe because I know I've kind of got my bases covered with my original gold and silver squad and mm. then maybe it'll be a case of me getting them to a certain level and then going okay now I'll start taking in this Pokemon taking that Pokemon yeah I've done things in the past where I've made like uh, a team that I've kept at level 50 you know that was yeah. specifically for Pokemon Stadium back in the day yeah but uh, yeah isn't it great we ca- I think we could probably talk about Pokemon for the whole show, but yes. for those not interested in Pokemon, let's take a break. Maybe we'll come back to it later. Maybe. Uh, I was going to ask you, Matt, once you bought and played, but I think I know the answer already. Pokemon X and Y? Yeah. Not Y. Uh, not yet. I, I nearly did. I nearly caved. Once I found out Lavatar was a Y exclusive, I was like, uh, God you, damn it! You, you've got him now. But I've got him. It's all right. Um, I've... Bought and played a bit more. Obviously, I've been on the podcast for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, but that's the alarming thing. I've not, I've not really played anything. I was so busy the week before Pokemon came out, and then it came yeah. out, and then this thing's kind of grabbed your attention. Um, I really wanted Beyond Two Souls, as we talked about in the last podcast, mm. and I've heard from a few Twitter users it's a really good game. But at the same time, like it got such lukewarm reviews. Yeah, that, really. Some yeah. people were hailing it as a masterpiece. Some people were giving it like six, mate. Okay. Like it's well, we could see why maybe 
couldn't we? But I really, demo? I really enjoyed it. But like with such lukewarm reviews and such a massive budget, I'm kind of playing the waiting game on it and thinking, well, ah, maybe I can get Pokemon. it. Pokemon, I think that's keep you more than busy. For yeah, game. exactly. Uh, I'll I'll start off with with what I've bought and played. The big one for me was uh, I bought a Wii U. You did. I returned back to the UK with my Wii in hand, ready to do the system transfer and. You know, leave my Wii in the UK for when friends come around to play Wii Sports, Wii Party and such. And take my um, Wii U back with me to Denmark. Now with all my Wii information. Well, it's really cool. It feels like my Wii's got my, my Wii U's got my old Wii inside it. Like a little living inside it. Yeah. It's <laughs> also probably worth noting as well that you've got the sexy, sexy Wind Waker edition, which has got me very, yeah. very jealous of I'm your gamepad. I'm kind of glad I held off. But remember, Matt, you only paid £150. I did. I did get my Wii. my Wii very cheap. Wii U. My Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. And of course, yes, I got Zelda Wind Waker with it and... I've been playing that and enjoying it. It looks amazing. And, you know, I think Zelda games have this amazing ability to just draw you in. They do. They? You do. It's not a game which you can play for an hour and just stop playing. You know, you always want to come back to it because it's a, it's an adventure and it, it, it's so playable. And uh, Wind Waker looks beautiful, especially in HD. It does. I think, to be honest, it's probably the best example of a HD re-release I've seen. It yeah, looks it, stunning. It, it, you know, you could be fooled in thinking it was developed for the Wii U. Exactly. It looks like a current gen game. So so don't think of it as some sort of budget release. And there's a reason probably why it's priced as a, a full price release. As that and it's Nintendo. <laughs> that and it's Nintendo. But I got it uh, with my Wii U. And uh, I must say the, the gamepad you get with it, with the decoration, oh, it's is, stunning. is very pretty. Uh but my Wii is black, and we have got a black unit to put all our consoles on and stuff. So and it, it kind of just disappears. Does disappear. I'm glad it's got that light on it to show me where it is. Otherwise, I might miss. Lost it in the, the dark. In. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got that. Uh, I picked up a couple of other games for my Wii U while I was back in the UK, and that were they were Nintendo Land and Injustice. Yes. I think Nintendo Land is a game that anyone with a Wii U is gonna buy. Yeah, we've talked about it before <laughs> on the podcast. It comes with your Wii U as standard. Now, I don't think they sell the basic white model they, anymore. I think they do. Not in the States, at least. Uh, and I know this Christmas, Nintendo have a recent bundles of the basic. Really? They're yeah, they're releasing the, stock, the basic with uh, Just Dance 4 and... Is it 4? It's one of the, just, must be, yeah. the latest Just Dance game yeah. and We Party U. And there's another bundle which I can't remember what it's with, but that's the black one. I and think they're just trying to shift the stock then, because from what I understand, there's not, they're hard, very hard to get hold of in the States now, uh-huh. the basics. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Nintendo Land is How is Injustice? Um, Injustice. I think it's great. I think it plays what, as well as I can remember the PlayStation 3 demo I played ages ago playing. But you didn't like that. That's why you don't own it. Injustice only cost me £15. And I was quite pleased with that. I've looked around, shopped around, and I've not seen Justice that cheap on any other format. It's uh, almost as if nobody's buying Wii U's. Well, it's fine with me. Yep, I'm good with uh, it too. I, I think for the price and for something else to play on my Wii U at the time, it was uh, a valid purchase. And it is an okay fighting game. I don't think it's anything revolutionary. How do you play with the gamepad? Is there anything different to bear in mind? We can have your screen? move lists on your gamepad. Oh, that's kind of so nice. That's a nice feature of fighting games, to be yeah. able to do that. Do you use the D-pad or the analog stick? I'd use the D-pad. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I still would prefer to play it with a classic controller yeah. than the gamepad. That's fair uh, But it, it plays okay. 
Okay. It's fine. You can play it quite easily. And playing it a bit more, um, being able to play with some other characters, my favourite, I think maybe being Aquaman. Okay. It, the game is actually rather good and oh. better than my first impressions. Okay. That's good to know. I, I like it. And then also you bought, well, was bought for you, Tech and Tag. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, the Wii U. A lovely birthday present, a late birthday present from my good friend Mike, Last Processor Mike. Yeah. Um, it's it's great. <laughs> it's Tech and Tag. By the way, Mike, thank you for that Persona 4 vinyl. It's stunning. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, uh, what else can I say about it? It's got extra modes. It's probably, I was having a conversation with Mike about this, and uh, he's heard from other reviewers and, uh, and said it's the best version. Would you available. agree with that? I, I'd go as far as saying it's just as good as the other ones. And it's got to be better because it's got extra modes. So in that respect, it's better. And you can play it on the gamepad, which is quite cool. Uh, I can't fault it particularly. Okay. Tekken Tag 2, it's a very good game and uh, really enjoyable. What's on the screen? Is there a move list? You can do that if you want. Uh, or you can play on the gamepad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know what more I can say about that. The extra modes I haven't really delved into yet, but there's some cool ones, and obviously there's some ability to dress up your characters. As, uh, Do you reckon if they were characters. released dead or alive on the Wii U, it would just be like ogling breasts mode on your gamepad? Oh, dear me, there would be, wouldn't there? They would, I reckon. They'd be jiggle mode. I think it's only a matter of time. Probably. Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate U. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, what else? Oh, keeping with uh, the... Uh, uh, what, what, what's the story? No, sorry, stu Studio. I'm mincing my words now. Yeah. Studio Core to make Dead or Alive. Team Ninja. Ninja yeah. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 Plus, I think, for the PS Vita. Also picked that up. Got that for free. No, you got the first one. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Ah, I don't care. It was free. <laughs> this was cheap. This was, uh, I think, £12.50. Okay. If I remember correctly. Download or... No, no, physical. I the physical one. Nice. And the other one, the physical game I bought was Mortal Kombat for the Vita. Mortal Kombat! Can you Kombat. tell I like fighting games? No, Tom. I uh, swear, I, <laughs> it's almost like movie JRPGs. Um, uh, so I can't comment on either because I've not played them Oh, yet. parry. Can you believe that? Too many games, too many games. Uh, one game I have played uh, quite a lot on my Vita, uh, I only actually purchased it yesterday, I think, was Hotline Miami. It seemed very cool. Oh, that's so addictive. It's got a real pick-up-and-play thing about it. Very satisfying, extremely satisfying, scarily satisfying how fun it is to beat people up. Yeah. Very okay. fast. So for those who haven't played the game, basically you have to go into a building and take out all the enemies as fast as possible. Okay. Uh, don't let them kill you or it's game yeah. over. Right. Uh, you have uh, your fists at your disposal to begin with. You can pick up weapons that are lying around. Uh, you have to be quick, and you get points for style and for boldness as well. You okay. can kind of sneak around and be very stealthy about it. But you get points for not, just charging in. You get points for just charging yes. in. And it's very satisfying to just do that. Yeah. It's got a great soundtrack, great 16-bit uh, visual aesthetic. 16-8 between the two. It did look very cool. I really like it a lot, and it's a part of the uh, cross. What's it? Cross, cross buy. buy sale on the PlayStation uh, Network at How the moment. How much did that cost you? It cost me about two fifty. Oh, it's amazing! I think, I think I'll pick that up myself. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I also picked up Sound Shapes, which was a game I played a while ago on demo on PS3. This is a, a music uh, rhythm platform game 
which is great. And it was on offer for, I think, just under £5. I think it's usually twice the price. Okay. So that was another one I picked up. That's pretty quick decent. Go on. Uh, did we mention rain the other week? We did. We talked about rain in did length. Did we talk about rain in length? We did talk about rain in length because I, I played it a lot more that. than you. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. didn't we? How far are you in it I've now? i still got rain and not played it. Oh. I did say I was going to play it back in you the UK. You did, yeah. I, I thought didn't. you were, but you played Tomb Raider instead, as I per did. the norm. I did play Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, with a lot of my little cousin who's completed it. He's only, uh, he's 10 this year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> nice to know those ratings are paid attention to in the Parry household. He's very good at it. He's very good. He was showing me some tricks and tips. Um, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Cracking Time. I okay. also picked up for the PS3. How much did I set you back? £5. Oh, that's not too bad. For Second a physical hand. copy as well, yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, like Ratchet and Clank, this is one of the few PS3 games that was on my list to buy that I haven't already bought. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of much else that I, I want at the moment. I'm kind of the same, to be uh, honest. Same with Xbox and uh, PS3. Uh, I'm... I'm Definitely at that stage of the 360 where I have everything mm. I want on the console. I think the only exception to that will be Titanfall next year. How about Lost Planet 3? Uh, I did such shit reviews for it. Really? It's gone, apparently it's gone back towards the style of number one, yeah. but apparently it's very, very boring. I heard the story is very particularly engaging really? and uh, sure enjoyable. Yeah, it's the, a the, the very well-crafted story. Maybe I'll pick it up there. Maybe I'll wait until, I you think know. it's one of them, it'll be cheap. Exactly, point. this is and what I'm thinking. I might also pick that one up as well. I think it seems quite unique. Uh, yep, I've played anything else. Had a quick go on Little Big Planet Vita, which I got with my Vita. Uh, it's nice. I, I like the angle they've taken with it. Yeah, another did version. I. I got Little Big Planet with my Vita, oh, and then I sold it straight it away. Uh, but yeah, you'd think by this time that you know how many different iterations of you've got the original, the second one, and the PSP one. Now you got the Vita the one. one. Uh, the setup's pretty good. You're in this world where the, the people are being turned into these uh, faithless mannequins by this evil person called the Puppeteer. Okay. Um, you've got a cool. Is that the Puppeteer from the PS3 game? No, the Puppeteer? no, no, not That would have been nice cross promotion. Uh, but it's a cool setup, you know, uh, for a game which could be getting stale now. Little Big Planet plays as well as it ever did, with new touchscreen controls. Uh, Pretty nice to have in there as well. You can move things around on the screen, move platforms around. Uh, fully integrated touchscreen on the poppet thing. So That's cool. Am I right in thinking that Media Molecule have said they're not going to make another Little Big Planet game? Well, they didn't even make this one, did they? No, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, the outsources to another studio. Same with the, uh, the with PSP one. Yeah. And uh, and I think the racing one. Yeah. Uh, so where they. I don't think they're making any more. I don't know if Sony will continue the franchise with the studios. Yeah. I think maybe they'd be wise to let it lie now. Maybe for a while and then bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame though. It's a nice game. But again, as you say, a bit of a stale concept once you've played one, you've kind of gotten to that stage. Where yeah, it was a bit of a chore going through all the um, tutorial again. I bet. But saying that... Was Stephen Fry still narrating it? Yeah, it was That's probably good. the most well done tutorial they've done for Little Big Planet. It okay. felt to the point and it was very, very good. And yeah. I think the touchscreen controls help to make everything a bit simpler. No, oh, that's cool. There's a lot of options in Little Big Planet. I've yet to try out what the making levels is like. I hope that'll be, you know, a e bit more a little intuitive. bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned Tomb Raider. Mario Kart Wii started playing that again. Really? I'm getting psyched for Mario Kart 8. Okay. Um uh, 
I played it with my good friend Gareth back in the UK, and yeah, it's great, isn't it, Mario Kart? I think Mario it's one Kart of those games flawless. you just can't go go wrong with. No, it's always good to throw into Mario Kart and just relax and play it for a little also while. Also, our friend uh, from Germany, Heiko, is back in Denmark. Um, this was a guy I used to live with uh, back when I lived in the smaller town of Billund, where yes. Lego is based. Uh, before I moved out here to the big city of Weiler. used to live with a, a charming uh, young German chap called Heiko. He used to enjoy playing Mario Kart. He did. So in preparation for oh, our rematch... Oh, this makes a lot more sense now. I've been playing it a bit more. Oh, uh, okay. I think I can take him. You think you can take him? Mm. You better do, Tom. Well, Your name's so. at stake. Yeah, it is a bit. Play Resident Evil 6 the other day. Well, I bet that was fun for you. We, we decided, I was playing with Gareth and we decided, no, we don't do story mode. We'll just do mercenaries. Okay. Even mercenaries wasn't that much fun. It's, it's <laughs> a terrible game. Uh, I know what it was, but we grew tired, of, grew tired of it after a while. It's because you, you two have probably played that game more than anyone else on the planet, even the <laughs> development team. It's a fucking awful game. Uh, and again, with Gareth when I was back in the UK, and, and my, my girlfriend Claire, we played some Wii Sports Resort. Uh, both of them delight in playing the golf. I pull my hair out over Wii Golf. I hate the golf. I really struggle with it. You, you, you don't like the golf? I hate the golf. I'm glad you don't like the golf either. I, I'm not really You that don't like golf games, though. I, 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 I don't mind golf games. I just don't like Wii Sports I golf. just don't like Wii Sports Golf either, because you can just like just wiggle the controller a little bit, and then it goes, Broom! And then off into There's the There's an art sandbags. to it. Both Gareth and Clara are rather There's good There's an at it, art. To most Wii Sports <laughs> games, in the fact that the control isn't as responsive as it should have been, and there you can I just don't kind know. of motion plus. We're talking about the resort version here. It's a bit better. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, let's draw a line beneath that. Matt's not happy. No. Um, and that ends my long monologue of <laughs> what I'm bought and played. <laughs> a lot there, Tom. Oh, that was hard work. You've bought and played quite a bit. You have made up for me and my game buying hiatus. Still oh. going strong. I've not caved. Like I said, I was going to buy Pokemon. I thought I was going to buy Beyond Two Souls. I've not given in. Neither of us bought Grand Theft Auto. Neither of us even played Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, I've witnessed someone playing Grand Theft Auto Five, and I did get offered a cheap copy of you, Grand Theft Auto Five, as I mentioned on the podcast. But then just kind of thought, what's the point? I'm not going to play it. Yeah. Yeah. And such didn't pick it up. I will, however, I think be buying a Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies on the twenty fourth. Oh, I didn't it's even know when week. that's coming out. It's not on my radar, I have to say, at all, that one. I've not played any other ones. I don't know if there's any point in me buying it now, though, because I'm just going to play Pokemon, and I want to try and do other stuff other than playing Pokemon, because mm. I feel I've played it an awful lot this week. I, I hope... Well, I know Nintendo have done good business with Pokemon. They have. Um, I believe it's the fastest-selling handheld title of all time, if I'm not mistaken. So, well, they've been struggling there with their Wii U. I, I don't think they should be struggling because I think it's a fantastic console. Yeah, but that's the I thing, though, isn't it? I mean, like, the enough. handheld business isn't in doubt. Everyone knows Nintendo yeah. are kicking ass in handhelds, and that's why everyone is just telling them, well, uh, maybe it's time to step out of console market. But, but I disagree. This is what happens in the... Pa Pokemon saves Nintendo. Yeah, it always does. I think they're lucky to have Game Freak on board making these games. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but wow, what, what a great game. Let's just come back to Pokemon for a little while. Yeah! Because we've got to talk a little bit about the improvements that they've made here. And I, I was in awe when Matt was telling me you could trade anywhere. Yeah. You, you don't have to go Pokemon Center. You don't even have to have the Pokemon in your team of six to be able it to trade. It can be in your box. It's so convenient now. Yeah. 
It's amazing though because like it always used to annoy me when I was like halfway through um, the caves and the dungeons and stuff, and then you had to use an escape rope or escape, and then mm. go out and then fly to a Pokemon Center, and then you could battle someone. Now you can just do it on the go, which is how it should have been for a long, long time. Yeah. And they've really improved this interaction with people. On the bottom screen, you have a list of your 3DS friends. You also have uh, acquaintances and passers-by. You do. Do you know the difference between the acquaintances and the passers-by? Um, acquaintances are they people you've traded with. Acquaintances are people you've traded with and interactive. I believed passers-by for the first time was people you've walked by in real life. And no, but I think it's just people. It's not. It's people, I think, who are in that particular town in the game, perhaps. Wow. Yeah. And you, you can send little messages you can. to each other. There's even a, a game chat in there for when you're trading. You can converse with the person you're trading with. As we did many times when we sat in the same room. It worked fine when I sat in the same room with uh, Matt, but our friend Austin, we also convinced to buy yeah. the game. Uh, we have a legion. Um, oh, we had a bit of trouble making that work. I we? think maybe he didn't turn his volume up. Maybe. Maybe he didn't realise what it was. Maybe he was trying to type. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yes, um, as Matt was just saying, <laughs> there's a few of us now in, in Denmark who work at Lego as well, yeah. <laughs> who were playing Pokemon. In fact, we had a lovely uh, afternoon after work. We all gathered, uh, after the last recruit, Austin, had joined our ranks, we all gathered together and sat in silence listening to Dark Side of the Moon and playing Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. And as Tom <laughs> remarked, you know, years ago... People would have been getting high and maybe going to getting ready to go out on a Friday night while listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Not us playing Pokemon, yeah. like the cool kids. I we say are. we were in silence. We we were. It's a nice thing about hanging around with a group of people playing Pokemon is you can you can talk about what you're doing. Occasionally, one of us would pipe up and say something like, "We found this Pokemon," or it's usually me screaming, "God damn it! I killed the Spearow!" <laughs> but yeah. Quite vocal with my Pokemon playing sometimes. It's a cool thing. I recommend it if you've got friends who are playing Pokemon. So get them all over, you know, and uh, have a little Pokemon party. Yeah, ain't no party like a Pokemon party. That's true. Um, any other improvements you'd like to talk about? Of course, the obvious thing is the graphical <laughs> improvements. improvements. Yeah. And I think that's uh, so apparent from the off when you watch the introduction sequence, which is so epic. Feels a lot like Pokemon Stadium to me in how it's done yeah. and how it kind of pans around the battlefield and stuff on the top screen. Essentially, it's, it is the same thing that you saw at in 2D on your Game Boy screens, but with that 3D element and also the, the, the little details. I think the uh, wind blowing across the grass and the, yeah. the, you can see the breeze and things. Just these little things are making it feel more alive. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, it's just a good game, isn't it? Like, there's no... Everything that they've they've tweaked in some little way. Like, even the fairy-type Pokemon now being brought in to tweak, mm. tweak dragons, and a few people were off with that and saying, oh, why do they need a fairy-type? But, like, it's just... It's opened up a whole new possibility of Pokemon and stuff now mm. that would have just been normal Pokemon before. Um, yeah, there's loads of really there's cool a, stuff. There's a cool thing where, uh, at the beginning of the game, you just have your rival as a group of other Pokemon trainers. Uh, who have been chosen by the professor in this game yeah. to uh, have a starting Pokemon to go on this adventure. Not just a couple of you, which is quite fun. There's there a, is, a, you know, it, it adds to little story bits and stuff. And But it's not like, I don't know, the story's not great. I think that's my only thing with it. Is, and obviously it's meant for kids. It's a my first RPG. But the story's not particularly deep. It's just kind of the same as it's always been. Of, yeah, go and sort your own adventure. But that's nice. Like, 
You know, but yeah. if they were going for this whole angle of trying to say, hey, we're going to introduce a story and we're introducing these rivals and characters and stuff, I thought they were just giving it a bit more depth. Okay. Yeah. It's not... A, You're someone who's not, played the game a little bit more than I have as well, so you can not, tell us how the story developed. I yeah, guess. yeah, and it does, yeah. it does go places, but at the same time, I don't know. Just places you have no interest in. No, yeah, really not... Not even that, just places I've kind of done before without the need of three extra characters on top of my rival. Yeah. But, you know, there are bits in it, like um, when you, you're trying to figure out mega evolution and stuff, there are... Oh, they thought you... Yeah, this is the thing, the characters you interact with are actually interesting, aren't the people you start off with, in my opinion? Like, there's other... Yeah. Other people you meet on your journey, and they are a lot more interesting For to me, me than the others. For me, at the beginning, they establishes if we're talking about it on a more on a little bit of a deeper level which yeah. it isn't really a game which you should analyze at that oh, level no, definitely but not. um you don't really feel like you're friends with them you know they they appear as your friends your group they kind of like they're all very friendly with you but i don't feel like you even get time to know any of them you do kind of get a bit of familiarity at the beginning that it is a little bit overwhelming i think that they all chatting with you and stuff and running around it's like oh who are you guys i'm just want to be on my own and go yeah pokemon maybe if they were kind of done it in this style of like a pokemon cartoon where like you go to one town and then you meet another tree yeah you don't meet like, them oh, gradually yeah. they're kind of all just there in, yeah. i think that was the idea to make you feel like as you were starting you weren't starting alone yeah i think and that that's something this game does really well you never feel like you're alone in the world no this it is feels true. like in a world that's very much uh, alive it does feel very lived in and i yeah. mean the fact that there's just so much going on, like, in general, and, like, you can talk to so many NPCs and stuff, and the fact that, as you said, on the bottom screen, there's always other people catching stuff, and mm. you can go into the Wonder Trade, which is the best ah, yeah. feature, in my opinion. Wonder Trade. Now, Wonder this, Trade is amazing. The, it's a little bit like what you had in the, the Global Trading Station in previous games, but you don't have to wait around for a trade. Usually, you'd put your Pokemon up there. And then someone will come back to you. You yeah. can do, and you can still do that, can't you? You can put up a. You can't. That's how I got my Larvitar yesterday. Yeah. And ask for something else in return. But you can also do is a random trade where you just put any Pokemon up, and another person does the same thing, and you'll get each other's Pokemon. Nine times out of ten, you're going to get crap. Yeah. I'm just going to point that out. I've, but on the odd occasion, you're going to get something rather good. On the odd occasion, you're going to get a Charmander, which <laughs> makes no sense. I traded, um, I put up an Eevee first of all, and then I got uh, the evolved form of the pumpkin, which is a Pokemon called Gurujus, which yeah. is like a woman coming oh, out of a pumpkin. Um, and then I was like, right, okay, cool. I, I traded my Eevee for that. That's great. Um, maybe I'll, I'll put up another Eevee, see what happens, because I caught... 8 million EVs because Lots of all of the evolutions. mystery train. There is, yeah. It's just because they're so common, I guess. <laughs> um, so I, I threw my EV up there, going, like, let's see what happens. And I got a Japanese Caterpie. And I was like, oh, really? I traded it for a Caterpie. So I traded that. I got a Weeble. I traded that. I got a uh, Smeagol. Is it the... Painting Pokemon. The painting Pokemon. Quite hard to catch, actually. Yeah. I, was, I was up last night for a little while trying, trying to catch, catch one. Because um, I kept making it faint. Yeah. yeah, got one of those, traded that for a uh, tentacle, traded that, got a tentacruel, um, traded that, got a Magikarp. I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep my Magikarp. So I did, I made him into a Gyarados. But then I was just like, right, okay, what else have I got then? I can throw up and I'd been catching uh, Doug Trios for the pre-mentioned Austin 
because mm. I was going to breed them, so I had three or four. He's, he's a like, Diglett fan. He's a way. very big Diglett fan, so much so that he named his Firefox. I've forgotten the name of the Pokemon. The Fennekin. His name is Fennekin Diglett. Um, and so I was like, right, okay, well, this is a crap female Doug Trio. I'll have a look, see what I can get. Got a Diglett straight away. I was like, ah, oh, I don't need the rest of my, my Doug Trios now. Oh, no. It's a, it's a lie. This is how I got the fossil Pokemon. Um, yeah, pretty much. Traded something, got a Charmander. Sorry, long story short. I traded something crap, got a Charmander for it, and I was like, that bitch is mine. And so I now have a spare Charmander. If anyone wants to give me their Bulbasaur or Squirtle, I'm more than welcome to trade you a Charmander. Add me up. Yeah, it'd be great to actually have some interaction with listeners uh, who are also playing Pokemon. Yeah, actually, i tell you what I'll do. Um, I'll put up on Twitter tomorrow, um, if you're listening to this as it goes up now on Sunday, it'll be up on Monday. If not, just drop us a, an at and I'll message you our friend codes. But it'd be great to play with you all. Um, we borrowed a friend's GoPro and actually started doing a bit of videoing for our YouTube channel that we've long since promised but um, we'll hopefully be now making good on yesterday. Um, so maybe we can film a few battles with listeners and then Ooh. see how it goes. Maybe have a, a battle royale and maybe give away a prize or something to the person who wins it in the end. Who knows? Yeah, could be cool. Um, other than Wonder Trade, is there anything else I really, There's really, so really much like? Really, um, the roller skates are amazing. The roller skates. Oh, yes. Oof. You can still walk, though, by using the D-pad. You can. Yeah. But so much quicker just roller skate around everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes I will find myself walking, though. I will want to get... down B. Sometimes you like run. run into areas where there's like sand or ground yeah. and then you need to walk, but because mm. otherwise you... You walk of course, the slower. roller skates uh, throw up some new things like the grind rails as well. Yeah, they do, <laughs> which is kind of cool. But will you, you not get a bicycle then? You do. You do? You do. Second city, mate. I haven't... Oh, right. Okay. There's a bicycle shop. Go in there. We can get a bicycle. Are they faster than the roller skates? Uh, yeah, but obviously you've got to put it... You've got to equip it and, and yeah. equip it. You can set it to a macro, but I never bothered. I just left my roller skates on. Oh. Well, there we are. What, roller skates, um, mystery trades, mystery trades. All these fantastic new things that await you. And I think maybe if you haven't tried Pokemon before, this is a great one to start with. Definitely. Um, give it a go. Yeah, give it a crack. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised if you've been a bit dubious about Pokemon. Maybe thinking it's a little bit for the kids. Unless you actively hate Pokemon, I mean, there's no real reason not to get it. I mean, I kind of just want to point out the fact that most kids were like 10 and 11 are playing Call of Duty anyway so there is no real stigma about playing a kid's game because they're playing adult games so you should just play Pokemon. No and um, we have friends uh, namely Austin and Toby I think we're a little bit disillusioned with the series as well and uh, it's definitely this game brings a lot to jump back on the um, bandwagon. It's because it's a good solid title I mean like you can't go wrong with a Pokemon game they're never bad games they you know. But now but no, yeah, this is a, this usual. is a breath of fresh air. This has some nice features the other ones didn't, and it really feels like it's moved with the times. It's probably got the best online features of a Nintendo title, mm. of any Nintendo title. I can't I would wait say. for the uh, stadium equivalent for this yeah, generation. That'd be great. Do you know what they're going to call it? I don't know. It was Coliseum. It was Stadium, then Coliseum, and then Battle Network. Yeah. Where are they going to go with that? I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to see. Um, I mean, obviously, you can hook up your 3DS to the Wii U. Yeah. 
that's no problem. They'll but do like, the same thing as they did with Battle Revolution, I think, and allow you to use your uh, DS as a controller. Yeah, but I'm just thinking maybe it'll be cool if they if there's some functionality with the gamepad. I'm just trying to think what that would be. What would be oh, the Wii the, U hook? The gamepad is the equivalent of using a DS to control Pokemon, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how... It would work great not to feel the person's moves if you don't have a DS. Yeah, but I mean, you're going to... You, you're gonna have a DS anyway, and you probably three DS if you have probably, any. In... But if you left it at home, yeah, that's true. But like, <laughs> what would you use the three? What would you use the gamepad for though? Like, other than if you've got your three DS, what is the main functionality of the gamepad? Because I mean, I I'd imagine they're betting on the idea that you will have a three DS. Probably, but for those who you invite over just to play it with you, who don't have a three DS, who'd like to have a go, then the gamepads are nice option for them to be able to have the same advantages of you and to be able to choose their moves in, in private. That's true. Yeah, I think it lends itself to Pokemon very well. Hopefully they'll do it. I, I think they've done it every generation so far. Nintendo have released uh, a game for the bigger console, a battling game. Well, they must do, right? Like, And it will I can't, sell. I can't see them not doing it, but... It'll look lovely as I, well. On yeah, the Wii U. yeah. I just want I want some cool function on the gamepad. I know you're saying like it gives the the three DS non three DS owners a, the same advantage, but like it's got to be something cool. Well, there's a thing. camera on there. The, but really, the gamepad doesn't do much that the three that a three DS doesn't do anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I know. think a three DS pretty much does all the same functionality as a gamepad, other than it's got a sensor bar built but in. But there's got to be something cool that you can see on that screen. Like, there's got to be a reason for you having essentially four screens for me. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Nintendo oh, yeah, will probably well, come Nintendo up with some. Nintendo come up with some good ideas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's enough about Nintendo. I'm going to speak about disappointments. What? what? Yeah, disappointments. Oh, dear. Ubisoft have announced that um, Watch Dogs, i.e. the only game I really wanted to get at launch for my PlayStation 4, is now delayed until 2014. Yeah. Watch Dogs will now land at around in spring 2014, i.e. the same time as Titanfall, i.e. when I won't give a shit about it because I'll be playing Titanfall. Mm, but you were playing Titanfall on your 360. I will. I'm not going to buy an Xbox One. No. Decided. Yeah. I want one. Well, you don't need one if you got a PS4, really, is it? It's yeah, like overkill. To, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I've I've been kind of... I've been busy with other stuff in IRL, real life things. Yeah, you don't you and need so to spend I I was kind of disillusioned with the idea of buying a PS4 even, and now this happened. even more disillusioned. Yeah, where I'm just like, well, there's not even really anything I want to play. Like I'll play Knack, but I I don't. And then that's not been receiving. Yeah, exactly. This is the thing. I don't really want a console for it, and like I could throw in the whole thing. Um, and it is news that there's a big rumour going around that Drive Club won't be ready for the PS4's I've launch. I've heard that's confirmed. Is it confirmed? Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. I, I'm i not going to buy it. Uh, it wouldn't have been one I would have picked up. It would be nice to have as a free title. Yeah. They're, they're, they're offering another game in place of Drive Club for the PlayStation Plus freebie. What is it, though? I can't remember. <laughs> if it's Knack, maybe it's I'll get one. It's not Knack. No, it's a game that I haven't heard of. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. That really sucks. I mean, what reason is there to get a PS4 right now? Blu-ray player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, for, for me, oh, I'm not considering purchasing... 
either of the new consoles. I've, I've only just bought a Wii U. Um, and as I did previous generation, I'll stick with that until the other ones go nice and cheap. And I'll oh. play a catching up game again. But like every, I don't know, like I want to get one to have a new console. It's quite, it is always cool to have a new console. Um, Do I need one though? Do you need one? Okay, so answers on the back of a postcard. Shouldn't Matt bother buying a PS4? Should I cancel my PS4 pre-order and get 500 kroner back? Oh, I, I don't know. Buy Beyond Two Souls? Could, yeah. <laughs> Should I cancel my PS4 dreams and be like, buy Beyond Two Souls? Those are the only options. They won't go back into my bank account. I won't do anything else with no, it. No, you'll probably have to spend it on something game-related anyway. I will only buy Beyond Two Souls with that money. Hmm. It'd be interesting to, to watch I'm, what happens with these new consoles. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon straight away. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm... I'm a bit gutted you said about Drive Club now because that's bringing into thing for me. Bringing into perspective. It's not even bringing into perspective. It's making me worry about other titles that they've said are going to be ready for the launch window. But then again, <sighs> you know, not the only companies who are delaying titles. I mean, what did Nintendo delay uh, Donkey Kong till next year? And that would have been a big Christmas release. True. They have got Mario, though. Oh, that does look amazing. Which, which moving along to uh, a feature which I came just before the show, gaming Christmas wish lists. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, what's on your list for Santa Claus this year? And top of my list is Mario 3D World. I would agree now with I you. Now I have a Wii U. I would agree with you. It looks amazing. And I think it was the added incentive I needed to buy a Wii U once I saw the last trailer they released on Nintendo Direct for that oh, game. It looks amazing. Oh, I, I got tingles. Like yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't even that bothered with Mario Galaxy, and I know it's a great game. But I it's just kind of like I was like, oh, that looks cool. But this looks really cool. I, I'm not taking really anything good. away from Galaxy Max. Oh no, Galaxy. no, I know. Oof. I'm. I have no no doubt in my mind that Galaxy is a very good game. I've been told Both it by them. so yeah. many people. But I I wasn't blown away when I saw Galaxy in the mm. same way that I was just like, oh man, that looks amazing. It's because it's got that classic aesthetic yeah. for Mario, hasn't it? And even having Peach and uh, Luigi as playable characters from the start. Not yeah. so bothered about Toad, but <laughs> take I'll, him and leave him. I'll play Toad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Um, I will add to that, and I say, we say in this, like, oh, Christmas list, we're going to get them when they come out. I'm not. Really? I'm going to ask for that for Christmas. You're a sucker, because I'm going to be playing it in front of you. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I'm do that again. Um, I'm going to Tomb Raider up for you. Um. <sighs> Link Between Worlds is probably mine. So much so... If you get that out on the same day... It is out the same day. Get that instead of Mario. I'm going to buy both. (laughs) (laughs) You've just gone from saying you're not going to play many games to I'm going to buy everything for the 3DS and the uh, In all fairness, they're like the two most exciting games for me coming out now. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to get them. Yeah, I'll pick them up. Maybe I won't play Mario then. While you're around. Well, you've not played Super Luigi, you, yet. <laughs> it's still sealed. No comment. <laughs> it's almost as if it's exactly the same. It's as not. It. You've not played it. I know. It's I, not exactly the same. I got no interest. <laughs> it's like the, the other new Super Mario Brothers Wii U board. Oh, me. yeah, you didn't play that. I played, you played it a bit. I played it a while, just the advantage that I could play it so on even, my game pad. You know, knowing that you didn't really like that game much, you still bought Luigi. I had to support Nintendo. That was what you were saying at the time. Yeah. Then you gave up. I you didn't buy Wonderful 101. 
I didn't buy one for one on one because it's stupid expensive in Denmark. I've eyed yeah. it up a few times on Amazon, but like alas, gaming hiatus. You're not gonna play it anyway. Exactly, it's gonna go on the shelf. Like this is the thing. Like I, I'm trying to be choosy now because I want to do. I'm doing so much other stuff. I'm doing the podcast. I'm working. I'm now trying to do stand up and stuff again. Like my my gaming time is becoming limited, and so I have to. I'm trying to really think about my purchases now. And I've kind of discussed on the podcast before, I've kind of got everything I want for older consoles. There are a mm. few things that still elude me, but like at the same time, I just like, ah, they'll get released on virtual console eventually. Like mm. the idea of paying like 70, 80 pounds for some of the Super Nintendo RPGs I really want seems like a, a bit You more. have a lot already. Exactly. This mm. is the thing. Like I've got most of the things I want. I really want Secret of Evermore, but alas, I'm not paying like 45 quid for a cartridge of a game that i used to pick up for like 10 pound boxed mm-hmm. and i know it's the nature of retro gaming where prices change and stuff but at the same time i i i like the game but is it worth me paying that over something i know i'm gonna really I think, enjoy you know at a certain point in time you may get the bug again probably i probably will just at the moment it's just it's not there winter's coming tom Winter's coming, which ironically the best time for new games. True that. <laughs> but maybe not consoles. Maybe not. Go out, buy a Wii U, treat your loved ones this Christmas, give them a gamepad. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's some great releases. I mean, I've pre-ordered Sonic uh, Lost World, which hopefully I should get tomorrow. So next week's podcast, we can talk about that. Is it out? Bit. It came out Friday. I didn't even realise that. Yeah, Sonic Lost World. Oh. I haven't read any reviews of it yet. I only saw someone on the uh, Wii uh, Plaza on yeah. the Wii U saying, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, but they say that about everything on <laughs> the Wii Plaza. <laughs> it's just Nintendo representatives wandering around. Pretty saying, much, yeah. <laughs> Buy this game, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. W- w- Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. Oh, okay. And with that. <laughs> with that, um, the usual spiel, I guess. Um Oh, actually, probably worth mentioning, we're on Stitcher now. Um, so those of you who are listening to this on Stitcher, I know we had a few American Twitter followers who were like, oh, I only listen to podcasts on Stitcher. So we got our act together, and now we're on Stitcher. So yay. Um, that wasn't sarcasm at all. I'm I'm quite happy that we're on there, and people can listen to us on Stitcher. You're just tired, that's why, why that yay I'm, wasn't a bit more enthusiastic. It was. Uh, it's me looking at the it's time. It's tea time, isn't it? It is. I'm starving. We haven't eaten, we haven't eaten yet. We're, yeah. we're putting podcasts before food this evening. We are. We're prioritising you, the listener. But yeah, we're on Stitcher. So hello, Stitcher people. If you don't listen to us on Stitcher, but you use Stitcher, you can now listen to us on Stitcher. <laughs> yay! Download the podcast twice, why don't you? Oh, my. Share it with a friend. Um, you can get us on uh, Facebook, as usual, um, forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. Mm. Uh, you can find us on the Twitters, which a uh, thousand Twitters. of you already have. Thank you very much again. Um, at TMACast. Tweet us your friend codes. We'll tweet ours out tonight when after I record this, so you won't have seen that because you're not listening to this live unless you've got a little tiny recording device in the corner of our room that we don't know about. Is that GoPro one? Yeah, I think so. Um, and yeah, uh, tweet us there. Like and subscribe on the old iTunes, please. It does mean a lot mm. when you subscribe. We have a, a lot of new subscribers at the moment, so we're almost pushing 100 subscribers now with people listening in week in, oh, week out. So that's ace, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, as always, any feedback for the show, please get in touch with us and we will accommodate it. But for now, I'm going to go play Pokemon. 
and then I'm gonna go make some food. <laughs> so until next week, tea guys. Time might be late tonight. Team time might be late tonight, Thomas. I guess there's only one thing left to say. Tom, would you like to do the honors? Ah, uh, game on. Game on. Bye.